0: Under retrospective, I'm your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my six feet undertakers, Moira and I'm Beth.: And live from right next to me comes to us, <laughs> uh, all the way from right next to me, uh, Len. What do you say, Len? Hi, all right, all
1: right,
2: <laughs> Len
3: sounds really excited to be with us, doesn't he, he is, Robin?
2: he is. <laughs> Did Robin make you come on the show? <laughs> no, it's actually, I'm happy to be here. I just don't
4: like being this close to him. Yeah. I um, know. Yeah. You could be closer. I'm just saying. <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> glancing at me. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> uh, it is weird to podcast and look at somebody at the same time. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, big to do. You're here for, on the right uh, uh, occasion because this is episode number fifty of Fishercast. We have done fifty episodes Woo-hoo. of not only six under but Fishercast.
2: We're old. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep, fifty's old.
0: Yeah, we're about <laughs> bound to pod fade at any moment now, so just <laughs> hold on tight.
3: <laughs> God, we only have to get through one more episode. We can do it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and one season. more season I mean. Yeah. One more season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, we're ready to go here, and uh, thank you. I just got to say, fit number 50, thank you uh, to the couple of you that are still listening. I appreciate you staying <laughs> along for the ride, and uh, uh, yeah, and if you're listening to this in the future, um, hey, you missed us, but um, I'm glad you're enjoying the episodes now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 'Cause I know there's some people that have said to us like, oh, I'm gonna get the six feet under eventually. I just don't want to watch it right now. I might, might get to it when I'm done with blah da blah. So That's actually my favorite show. Blah da blah. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twists, excellent acting. I like Blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> Not as good uh-huh. as the killing, but Oh god, don't get me started. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad that's over. (laughs) Again, if you're in the future, the killing just ended. (laughs) And it sucked. Was that the ending, though? Not to get off topic, but was that the ending? It
2: was for me. (laughs) (laughs) I know who killed Rosie. I don't need to watch it anymore. (laughs)
0: Yeah. All right. So speaking of killing, uh, let's get on to the Darwin Awards, in which we honor the idiots in history that snuff themselves out before they reproduce. Stop looking at me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I see him out of the corner Things are getting a
3: little too... You're giving him the creeping willies. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. He has a creepy willy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
0: my.
1: <laughs> that's a good one. I can't help that.
3: <laughs> that might be TMI, Robin. <laughs> the, uh, or- the
0: title of the story <laughs> is Count Your Chickens, and this one's for Michaela, who will probably be listening to us in the future. So... Uh And, yeah, we're, it, we're in Egypt in 1995, and uh, the story is six people drowned while trying to rescue a chicken that had fallen into a well in southern Egypt. An 18-year-old farmer was the first to descend into the 60-foot well. He drowned, uh, apparently after an undercurrent uh, in the water pulled him down. Police said his sister and two brothers, none of whom could swim very well, went in one by one to help him, but also drowned. Two elderly farmers then came to help, but they apparently were pulled by the same undercurrent. The bodies of the six were later pulled out of the well in the village of Nezlatimara, two forty miles south of Cairo. The chicken was also pulled out too. It survived) <laughs> <laughs> God. Come wow.
1: on! <laughs>
2: you think after okay, maybe after the first drowning, but after the second drowning, you'd stop to say, "Okay, wait a minute, let's think of something different." You yeah. know, by the time you get to six, you're just a moron. I mean, what? They just jumped in the
0: well <laughs> What was their what was their exit strategy? I don't know. Does this chicken lay <laughs> golden eggs? What? Maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's some sort of secret about the chicken. I remember these people starving? Who? Why? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any more details about that, about that. It's a chicken. All right, moving on.
3: <laughs> you know, you're talking about chickens. I just think of Rob.
2: Yes. <laughs> not my,
1: Not my, Rob.
0: Uh, Poor out. Rob doesn't even listen to this. Well, that's what he deserves. I know. That's what he <laughs> That's gets. why
2: we can talk about him. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. So um, let's take a break and hear from another intro cast, Geek Girl Soup, the M City podcast.
5: Let's go back to Oz, not the place at the end of the yellow brick road, the Oswald State Correctional Facility. Join Susan, Amelia, and Chris as they watch the groundbreaking HBO original series Oz. Whether this is your first time through or you've seen it all before, listen to the trio from Geek Girl Soup talk through their journey inside the glass walls of Cell Block 5, also known as M-City. Geek Girl Soup presents the M-City Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes.
0: Okay, we're back. And, yes, that podcast is all about Oz. Another HBO show. Check them out. Um, And here we are in open casket viewing, a discussion of the episode, which, and then, uh, oh, I can't even talk. Moira.
3: (laughs) Or Rob, I'll rescue you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Episode 11, Bomb Shelter. Vanessa gets the upper hand on Rico. Brenda and Billy patch things up at the hospital. George finds the family bond, bomb, sorry, bomb, bomb shelter <laughs> very, <laughs> very inspiring. Much to Ruth's dismay, Russell and Claire fight over credit for a well-received art project. David and Keith try to clean up the mess from the sushi restaurant. <laughs> And Nate makes a shocking revelation to Lisa's parents, written by Scott Buck and directed by Nicole Holofsky. Boy, That's
2: wait a minute. Wrong. that was not Lisa's parents. Oh. I know. That is it's wow. her
3: sister and her brother in law right. but you know I'm telling you, I'm just reading it incorrectly because <laughs> it's what's written. I should just edit these things, but you know what I don't really look at them till like two minutes before we broadcast so
0: <laughs> no i mean and and the best thing is when these summaries get it kind of wrong, you just see <laughs> how much wrong. case how much care that uh hbo puts into writing these summaries on their dvds you know
2: that's true you know i i used to not listen to them when i used to tune out when you're reading them moira but now i listen <laughs> Thanks, to see what, sorry you know i watched the episode i know what happened but now i listen just to see how they phrase things because they phrase yes. things so weird and then you know what they get wrong it's yeah. fun funny <laughs> funny
0: all right, so uh, this episode was nominated for an Emmy. Didn't win it, but it was for Outstanding Art Direction. So I guess Claire's pieces uh, drew some attention to mm-hmm. the Emmy voters as well. Uh, okay, so we start off with the Gorodetsky family driving. And uh, Edward Gordon uh one of the casualties at the beginning of this episode, is actually the name of a close friend of scott bucks who is the writer of the episode he's not actually dead but they he's like oh, i'll give give this person a name well, whatever but anyway uh yeah everybody's plugged in uh <laughs> and uh uh they pull in front of a truck like an idiot and everybody dies i'm wondering was michael scott driving this car
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh- turn here yeah i mean okay so you're gonna just like barrel out without even paying attention what an idiot
0: (laughs) Uh, this is like uh again we're gonna be talking about other podcasters as well sorry but this is jack glattfelter's uh worst nightmare right here
3: (laughs) (laughs) and it's well beyond texting and driving
2: (laughs) this is why i have see when we go on road trips you know gavin will watch a movie on my laptop and skyler has my iphone and she does tweeting for me if she needs to or texting (laughs) for me you know or and she'll do the music and everything and i can just watch the road and she's also the best navigator ever so you know i pay attention to the road instead of my electronics yeah but you have your daughter tweeting and texting for you well, she texts for me when I'm driving, but she'll tell people. She'll be like, "Yeah, you know, this is Skylar." <laughs> she, That's awesome. She's awesome. Text- yeah, she's texted like my mom. She's texted. Gabby's even gotten text from Skylar while I was driving. You know, so yeah, I, I do the same thing. If I'm with
3: the kids, heading for an errand, and. My text goes off. I just get them to answer it. So I just like, dictate. Yo,
0: retweet that. Retweet that. That's fine. I do <laughs>
1: not know, man. No, I think no. I'm going to have to
0: change my whole outlook
4: on having kids. I really didn't think I ever wanted them. And now this is crazy. I didn't know you could
0: make them do that.
2: <laughs> oh, you can make them do everything, Lynn. It's amazing. Oh. That's what they're for. They're like little serpents.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear the light bulb going on over Lynn's head.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. Um, so uh, Nate finds the twins as weird as we do, and but
2: look, did you see ghost Michaela photographs,
0: yeah. That who was looking at them, though, and whose point of view were we looking at them from? Nate's, <laughs> Nate can see Michaela, it's already been proven that Nate sees ghosts, anyway.
2: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe she just you know, she's one of those ghosts that I photograph, you know, we've seen <laughs> the ones, uh, you know, online, those pictures <laughs> of <a> ghosts,
0: <laughs> um. Nate and Brenda agree with me uh, that no kid is as good as Maya. She is perfect. (laughs) And that's true. Uh, (laughs) Brenda's not looking forward to Hoyt and Barb visiting for good reason. And she is, uh, her little biological clock is ticking away just like it was earlier this season. And now it's getting to be a steady thump, it seems, now that she's
2: with Nate. Didn't we?
3: She's like, like, it's... A biological metronome. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Didn't he just go out there to see them and they're already back? That's, mm-hmm. you know, I would have been suspicious unless it was longer than it seemed.
1: Mm-hmm. Was
2: this a year later?
1: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I
0: don't <already> even know. <laughs> so Nate is not saying no to it. <laughs> That's about it.
2: <laughs> How old is Maya?
0: Um, I think she's probably close to a she's year, just, if not a year. Yeah,
3: she's just over a year, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she walks. She's starting to talk, so she's probably about fifteen months, something like that. Okay. Wow, that's
2: yeah. Give it a give it a rest, Brenda. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know. I mean, seriously, you you don't need too many small ones at a time. That's just trouble.
0: Yeah, but you know, she she may be correct. You know, so, uh, at their age. Sometimes it takes a little while, so why not get started now?
2: Shouldn't have waited so long. Should have been like me. Get knocked up at 20.
3: (laughs) Kids, if you're listening, don't necessarily take this advice.
2: (laughs) Please don't, kids, okay? Please don't.
3: Yeah, you know what? My kids are 18 months apart, kind of on purpose, actually. It really was on purpose. And uh, it's busy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mine
2: are seven years apart, and that was, you know, a lot of work.
0: Mine are fourteen so. years apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the next scene, uh, we see George's nuts. He really. Is, oh, no, no. He's got a bag of nuts, walnuts. Uh, um, <laughs> and we find out that uh, Kyle and Becky, uh, they went on a treat, retreat to this loving couple center, and Ruth wants to give it a try.
3: That sounds
0: ridiculous.
3: Is, is this the first time that we know for sure that Kyle and Becky hit it off?
0: No, we had the dinner They came to
2: the dinner.
3: Oh, sorry, I forgot about the dinner. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Boy, they must have been forgettable in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.
0: They are barely characters on this show, it seems, so far, you know. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, uh, George is actually having a laugh at the whole thing um, and really seems to be, like, supportive. And he's laughing that Ruth has tantric love circled on the, the form.
3: <laughs> oh god. Ew. Cause you know, Sting is a practitioner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Jill Eichenberry. She's a she's an expert, right? Oh
1: yeah,
3: but isn't she you know what, if I'm remembering Jill Eichenberry, isn't she the one that was on LA Law when I was talking about the Venus butterfly? Okay. Hmm, that might have been her. Yeah. Oh. See there you go. So she knows all about
0: <laughs> 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 good sex. <laughs> um and uh, George is a little distracted. He's, he wants to store some extra stuff for a possible earthquake, you know, or a terrorist <laughs> attack or or a big drought. Right.
3: <laughs> Man, I wonder if he's always been such a pessimist. Is this just a new thing since marrying Ruth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing for us, right? We don't, we don't yeah. we never really saw this before. Um, listening to the commentary on this, uh, they definitely, uh, when... Um, uh, James Cromwell Cromwell yes when he signed on for the role um they really didn't have all this stuff mapped out for him at all they they just knew that he was gonna be a good guy for Ruth and you know someone that she falls in love with and possibly marries and yeah there's gonna be the whole uh marriages before that's that was the only thing they had mapped out but um you know at this point now it's like they they added a little something extra that you know Mm. we're learning more and more about so um that's interesting I, maybe we didn't see any signs of it before because they weren't really there <laughs> it's starting
3: to sound like every well it's starting to sound like loss we'll just make it up as we go along
1: uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um so uh billy uh, loves claire's new pictures and uh we see these new pictures there's one of nate and one of david that's one of anita Creepy. Uh, hmm. And uh, even more strange, Anita is actually being very supportive. Yeah, weird.
1: It is. So, what did you guys weird. think about
0: these uh, these photos? I, I
3: actually thought they were really cool. Yeah. I'm sure Dez will hate them, but I thought they were really <laughs>
2: cool. They were different. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I like, I don't know. I like my artwork to be a little more um, realistic. When
3: uh, when I first saw the pictures, I, I thought she had just torn up the pictures and put them over the photograph yeah. and then photographed it. So when I realized she'd made a whole mask yeah. and had the person wear it, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah.
2: That, was, yeah, that was interesting. My brother and his friend did a whole series of photographs um, called ba- the Baghead series where the two of them <laughs> – the, they'd take turns taking pictures and being the model and they'd go to public places and they put like a grocery bag on their head and they drew faces on it like a happy face or sad face mm-hmm. and like there's a picture of my brother in the supermarket holding a can like looking at it with the bag on his head and there's <laughs> one of his friend coming down the escalator in a mall it, they were kind of cool they reminded <laughs> it reminded me of that a lot
0: so you don't think these are not good because they're not very realistic but you're into paper bags over no
2: I didn't say they're not good, I just said it's not my type, you know, I'm more a realistic kind of person, and, um, you know, it was a little surreal for me. Yeah,
3: like, I, I wouldn't buy one, I would not purchase no. one of those, but I just thought her technique was sort of interesting.
2: Yeah, it was interesting, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool technique-wise. I think they're incredible.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Pipe down, Lynn. I do. Uh, and I won't pipe down. <laughs> I do. I think they're incredible. I I remember when I first saw the show all those years ago. Um, I started Googling them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're very cool. Yeah, There's something kind of sinister and uh, spooky about them,
0: right? At
3: yes, yeah, spooky. Spooky yeah. is a good word. Definitely.
0: I might post some of those in the group because they're interesting to look at.
3: You should. Mm-hmm. You get on that, Robert. I will. Producer. I will. Okay. <laughs>
0: Do it now. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll send you a cookie. <laughs> so as we're getting on to praising Claire, Russell seems to be getting more and more uncomfortable in the back of the room. and He's then, got
3: ants in his pants.
0: And he says that uh, he was partly responsible for
2: Wow. For his ego must be huge that he has to, you know, he cannot just keep quiet about that. He has to be given credit for it.
0: Mm-hmm i definitely uh would love to hear more thoughts of what you guys thought about this because this is a big part of the episode and i'm pretty conflicted about it i mean what do you think like do you think russell i can't recall if because i'm hopping in here all oh, right 50 right. i can't right. recall i haven't you've had
4: my box set now for seven years <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, ca- I can't recall that's right he did. did. Was a he leg. there at the inception of this idea? I don't he, know I, I remember.
2: He, was.
0: Yes, he, he was. was. He was. He was. Uh, he, they, they, she took a bunch of self portraits and they were laying all over the place. And, uh, he started cutting, he cut them up, right? He was
3: cutting yes. them up. Yeah. She it tore was, out her nose She tore out her nose. And then tore out her eyes. And put and it on her eye. On yeah. And he put the eyes on her eyes.
2: Yeah. And then she said, take a picture. And you know what? She probably could have thrown a little, you know, Russell helped me with the idea, but, that was all. He he did kind of help with the idea a little bit, but after that, this is like totally different from what he did. Yeah, yes, he it's it's founded on like, it.
3: Yeah, it's like the germ of the idea was seeded with that one act, but she took it to a totally other plane. It's like, yeah. So it's like I don't dollar consider dollar. this yeah. creative process. This process was not his. No, like that's my feeling on it. I think really, what she did with it and sculpting the masks and taking it to that level and then having the person you know, posing the mask in different ways. I mean, that's, it's, it's evolved beyond what they did just goofing around. I
4: have to agree with that. Uh, Just, just in my Mm -hmm. life with writing or music there, you might be with someone and they may say something that inspires an idea. Right. But you can't give everyone credit or everything in your life credit for something that you've created. It would be right, because
3: yeah, and everything, and I think at one point Billy says that that everything that's artistic comes from somewhere else. Like yeah. it's kind of like it's all been done before. That idea yeah, yeah, Only he you, says do, it right, you do your even, own twist on it. He says it even said,
0: before uh, this whole debate even starts. Yeah, really fun. Yes.
3: and so and yeah, I, I think yes, you were there, but you weren't inside her head. You didn't take it further. So for him to want that recognition, and then. To seriously think he should get credited for it? I mean, is he going to want part of her commission when she sells a piece, too? That's
0: the thing. We get get into more uh, shaky territory as we get towards uh, her getting this gallery offer. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Oh, God. Are we going to have more of this? Because I thought it was already too much, too big during this episode. Hmm. It was just too much of the episode. Maybe we'll talk about it more as we go on here.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, The next scene, uh, Jonathan Gordetsky, the final Gordetsky. Um, cannot believe his whole family got wiped out, and oh, Nate is hardly was... holding it together. Enrico is pretty much handling this, isn't he?
2: It, that was really, really sad because you know that poor guy. He's he was probably in college or something, right? And that's
1: yeah, yeah. You know, but
2: I think. yeah, a poor young guy. He doesn't know anything about any of this crap, and his whole family's gone, and mm-hmm. he has no one to help him. And oh, it just made me sad. Yeah. I had an emotion.
3: Yeah. <laughs> What are you
4: saying?
0: I just said it was great acting in that scene. I yeah. I thought everybody was great.
2: Yeah. Who was that boy? Cuz I recognize him.
0: Yeah. Uh that's Nick uh Nick De Nick De um, mm-hmm. he was the star of Final Destination 5 as but, well as playing funny. Claire's boyfriend West on Heroes. Uh, not our Claire, but Claire Bear from Heroes. And <laughs> uh, not our Claire Bear.
3: Now you've really confused
0: <laughs> Hayden Panettiere Claire.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh
0: Pan- Panetti Claire. I can't.
2: Keep trying. Uh, I'm sorry. You'll get it eventually. In <laughs> the next scene we got uh,
0: <laughs> another person that it, it got a little more famous later. Uh we have Yes, Dr. Soroyan Dr. Soroyan from Bones playing the lawyer here, Tamara Taylor. Uh, I don't really know her from Bones uh, the two things that I wrote down here were uh, she was the teacher in Serenity, the movie Serenity and she yeah. played uh, Walt's mom in Lost
2: yes she did yeah. mm.
0: but anyway besides that she's <laughs> like oh my god another big person uh, okay so uh, she, she's uh, the lawyer for Roger Persqueezy who is asking for $500,000 for <laughs> his bit
3: Wow, I've nibbled earlobes but never had to pay that kind of price.
2: <laughs> you must be really good at it. <laughs> well, I don't think you left that big of a mark, probably.
3: <laughs> I'm a little more subtle.
2: <laughs> um
0: Justified? Is no. his lawsuit?
3: No, no, oh God, can I have a moment no. please? <laughs> Any physician, I wrote this down, earlobe pain making you unable to work. What MD signs off on that?
1: <laughs> a well
3: Crappies. Maybe in your country, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Not up here. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no way. Unbelievable. So unjustified.
0: He might have deserved a little something because, come on you know
3: pain suffering over an ear and a couple stitches fine ah uh, here here's a thousand bucks like give me break yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah pay, <laughs> you know pay the medical bills at least you know yeah. yeah
3: and maybe something for having been attacked okay mm-hmm. yeah a couple thousand maybe not five hundred thousand <laughs> dollars
1: yeah, that's
2: the, the, welcome to America, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> We're a litigious society. <laughs> and
0: afterwards, uh, Keith is wondering if David can plead insanity uh, because of <laughs> post-traumatic stress disorder. But the lawyer says you have to go to trial for that, and that could get even more expensive.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, Brenda and Margaret talk about how Brenda betrayed Joe, and she's kind of going through the same thing with Nate now and it's, uh, you know, is anything bad going to happen as a result of that? She was going to settle down with Joe. She was completely in it. She, she, we were wondering about her mindset with Joe back when she was going to settle down and have a baby with him. And she says here that, you know, she wasn't lying, you know, she wasn't.
2: Yeah. I think we were talking about this before a couple of episodes ago. Um, Moira and I were talking about how we felt that Brenda thought she was, you know, she wanted to, she Mm -hmm. thought she could, but she just, you know, couldn't because she didn't really love him.
0: And Mm -hmm. she says that she understands how Nate settled for Lisa now because of the whole Joe experience.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Although.
2: mm, Yeah.
3: yeah, It's not quite the same thing. (laughs) But but at least it's Brenda. (laughs) Well, but at least it's Brenda trying to be empathetic, Mm -hmm. you know, Whatever. <laughs>
0: Confronts things that aren't exactly, you know, palatable.
3: <laughs> I always get a kick out of these Brenda and Maggie luncheons because you yeah. just never know in what way they're going to go off the rails. Yes. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for it. This time it was a different twist. But <laughs> yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Margaret's looking a little pale towards the end of the scene. We're wondering. What's and as soon happen.
3: as she said that, I wrote down, "Oh no, anemia. She's sick." Ah. <laughs>
0: In the next scene, Albert Gross is here to talk eternal happiness with George.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And then... (laughs) You know what I wrote? I wrote
3: down... Oh,
2: my God. Brad will love this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, It's like, you know... Anyway, I just thought it was so funny that George would invite him in and then start trying to, you know... (laughs) Um, trying to convert him to a uh, doomsday preparer. Yeah. you know, to illuminate him. Well, George yeah. is
3: always up
0: for a debate and boy, when he saw mm. that kid, he was just like, alright, here we go. Yes.
2: <laughs> Have it's you accepted preppy. nuclear uh, threats into your heart? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun.
1: And he gets really... Poor
3: kid. Like, look on the kid's face at the end. He just knows he's, he's, <laughs> he's in for it. He's done for
2: it. How do you like it, kid? Come on. <laughs>
0: So he gets uh, he gets ir- irate and offers uh, Albert some websites to visit and turn- has him turn around so he can write out his back. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so uh, a woman comes up to Brenda in the restaurant uh, to let her know that her mother needs her in the restroom. And a quick note about this woman, that's actually Jeremy Sisto's mother. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh. Very, very small bit part or whatever. Uh so yeah, Margaret's in the ladies' room and she's been bleeding a lot and it won't stop, so Brenda calls 911.
3: Good call, Brenda.
0: <laughs> uh so uh Claire is smoking the gange when <laughs> Ruth drops by with some laundry and uh Ruth discovers her joints and doesn't freak out about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, she's like I...
2: me. Come on.
3: <laughs> I thought it was just vastly amusing to me well first when she says oh I used to smell this on Nathaniel <laughs> I thought it was some sort of you know herb or it's something it's funny that he would and keep then, that a
0: secret
3: yes and <clears throat> then she's so calm about it and says well you know just use it like a spice
2: just in little bits like, in a way I, she's, she's so naive that she's cool like yep. it's funny I thought for sure they were going to smoke a spliff together you know yeah.
0: <laughs> that would have been amazing
1: that
0: would have <laughs> oh, uh, another thing from the writer he said that uh, this whole you should treat it as a spice only a pinch once in a while was actually advice that was given to him when he was a teenager yeah, <laughs> a teenage. uh, yeah so Claire wonders if things are okay and Ruth seems pretty optimistic and then she tells, him, tells Claire about the whole tantric love thing which really kind of cracks yeah. Claire up <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I like
2: you. these
3: scenes with the two of them, though. We haven't had a mother-daughter bonding scene in a while, so yeah, it's yeah. fun to see I it was, again.
2: I was hoping that Claire would tell her to, you know, come in, sit down, and hang out, and you know. Yeah, talk I almost thought she was art. gonna
3: offer to let her help her paste on some bits or something. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like a craft Wasted time. Opp-
2: missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Ruth was
3: dropping all
0: sorts of
2: hints too. So so quiet in the house. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, Rico drops his boys off after seeing a scary movie.
4: <laughs> it wasn't th- a scary movie, it was a cartoon. It was a, oh, well, a <laughs> <scary> cartoon, <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Some cartoons are scary.
0: Um, Kenny's uh, sister, Julie, has been babysitting, and Rico wants to help, and uh, he doesn't want to pay for that. And, Re- and Vanessa says, You don't pay, I work. So.
2: Uh, Dick as usual hmm. I mean of course You know she clearly works
1: <laughs> yeah. You know but uh, well,
2: I just, You know I what's funny talk. About
3: this storyline is I don't really Care what happens <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I, well I neither <laughs> Yeah well at fr- okay, I was glad we got rid of The dancer chick um, yeah. But at this point I almost I almost just want to see Rico at work because I don't want to think about the fact that there's two little boys here and their whole lives have been disrupted and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, just, I don't want to go there. And I, just, I, I actually like Vanessa's acting lately. It's kind of fun to watch her. Mm-hmm. But I guess my point is, I don't know where they're going with this storyline, story and I don't know if I want to take the journey.
2: Yeah, I just don't care. So <laughs> I don't really want to watch anymore, but
3: anyway so I I'm, hate
2: the Diazes well I'm I don't
3: know if I hate them I guess I'm bored <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say I'm kind of bored with it I just I hope they, they minim, minimize what we have to uh, bear
0: <laughs> yeah. mm. I doubt it uh, Yeah. in the next scene David is freaking out and Keith gets him to breathe and he says don't worry he can't take anything of mine uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he says, that, you know, that's a plus for the fact that they can't get married.
2: <laughs> and there, there's, we were talking about that last week. And then now we know at that time they couldn't get married.
3: Right. right.
0: Um, and David really is worried that he's going to have to lose part of his business. He's going to be paying this guy, you know, for years and years and years. Um, so Keith suggests that they try to talk to Roger away from the lawyer
3: Yep. Uh
0: Ruth and George are watching one of these videos from this center, and George is kind of scoffing at it and the acting and (laughs) (laughs) um at that point he kinda reminds me of myself, but whatever.
2: Uh, (laughs) yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I I kinda think
3: everyone in the audience is scoffing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh Rico and David discovers there's a bunch of water in the free in the cooler down in the embalming room, <laughs> and they call uh, they call George and Ruth down to it. And Ruth uh, suggests, "Hey, maybe this bo- the bomb shelter we have is a good place for it." And George is like, "Bomb shelter? You, can, oh. you
2: just saw George's face, and you knew he had a chubby." <laughs>
3: <laughs> can I just say, from a practical point of view, that for George to have lugged. What looked to be about mm, thirty, you know, ten gallon jugs of water down there, and have no one notice or hear him grunting seems like a miracle to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
0: no, uh, actually, uh, they he probably did it the same way they get bodies out of there, in, in and out of there, is through the elevator. There's the a freight yeah, elevator. There's an elevator that goes up. He probably just loaded it from the outside.
3: You, do you know something? Until you said that. I really had never thought about...
0: How got bodies out of there, yet. yeah. No. They, don't wow. bring them up, they don't bring them up the stairs. <laughs>
3: wow. Talk about me not questioning things. Um, Gee, Williars.
2: Same here. I never thought about it either. I think the, <laughs> the
0: only just the place where Death Man comes from?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh,
0: all right, so at the hospital, Margaret is upset she's no longer a woman. Moira? <laughs> you please explain to the male audience oh. what the hell is going on
1: here?
3: So she, okay, so she was having really profound, horrific vaginal bleeding because her uterus was pouring out blood in a dysfunctional way and it had to be dealt with and removed. Um, and at her age, because she was already menopausal, they would have take out, taken out her ovaries while they were at it just because it's a good way to prevent ovarian cancer in the future. So basically, she had all her girly bits ripped out. However, last time I checked, they still leave your vagina, honey. And your clitoris and all the parts that really matter orgasmically, so please stop your whining.
2: And also those chromosomes. And
3: your past childbearing. Anyway, so you were already a shriveled up, dried old thing. I mean, you know, according to your point of view. So really, what is your issue? (laughs) There, that was my harsh version. All right.
0: Oh, shit. Silly. I, don't that, saying, I don't know if that counts as a medical moment, but
2: uh... <laughs> not really. <laughs> that counts as a medical judgment. I thought you were not a judgmental doctor. But that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be more like that guy. Remember that,
3: that doctor, that horrible doctor. I was, you know, I was channeling him. How did I do? But <laughs> you, you okay, the only other thing that's really a, a bit of a mistake in all of this is y- you don't go straight to hysterectomy as treatment there are other things one can do before that um surgical things like endometrial ablation that are not as invasive or as dangerous so audience out there don't assume every time you have a bad bleed you have to get everything taken out of you
2: this this is america (laughs) (laughs) okay people schedule c-sections so that they can have the baby when they want okay this is america surgery (laughs) is like a first option (laughs)
0: this is like six or seven years ago i think so what about the the you know how medicine was back then
3: no they were (laughs) they still had endometrial okay trust me they didn't (laughs) even
2: have hand washing back then (laughs) i'm trying to help your writers
3: Uh, (laughs) oh my god but it's truly she bleeds in the around lunchtime and her uterus is out by supper
2: (laughs) that's that's well maybe it was really really bad you know, maybe there was something so terribly wrong that it was, you know, they had to take it out or she'd right.
3: You know, I'm just not buying that. Maybe <laughs> it just <laughs> all it's fell just
1: out. Down.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the bleeding was. It all fell out. <laughs> That's, she no. is very slutty. Yeah.
3: That could be. Maybe it was like she was trying to deliver us her uterus. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: yep. Yeah, okay. It can happen.
2: Uh, yeah, I know
0: <laughs> Well, Billy and Brenda try their best to console, Margaret But uh, it's Olivier who says the right things
2: what? Oh, she's still dating him? Ew, he's so. Still... And he opened his mouth and I just wanted to punch him again <laughs>
0: Just amazing, I love it I love that she's just like smiling and tells him
2: to get out of there <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing after surgery. <laughs> uh, I like
3: the line where Brenda says it would have been weird if I said that and Billy goes, not in this family.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ew. We have
0: a quick scene after that. Uh, Nate watching uh, Jonathan looking through this binder all by himself. You know, I guess he must oh. be picking out a casket. Um, he didn't even. In.
2: What's that? That was, he didn't even go in. Yeah. He's no, not going I, back to old Nate
3: yet. I was just about to say that you took the words right out of my mouth, <laughs> this, because old Nate would have gone in and helped this poor young man. Yes. That's the saddest thing ever, having to make yes. all those decisions by yourself.
2: Yeah, Yes, like, I agree. They're, they're professionals. Couldn't they have helped him a little more? Especially you know how young he was. He had no idea what to do. No. Poor kid. Yeah. Um.
0: I think of this, what is it, like a big f- flower place? Uh, yeah.
2: Maybe Some it was like of, a farmer's a... market or something. Yeah.
3: Or a garden show because they didn't want them touching anything. I don't know what it was.
0: Okay, yeah. We got the art kids marveling at all the flowers, how beautiful they are and everything. And... They are
2: so pretentious.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. God, and I Anita just to...
0: yanks one out and puts it in her hair. <laughs>
2: That was like an orchid, too. Yes, it was. Um, I would have called it security, too. (laughs) Uh, But Anita says that Dick Cheney is her uncle, so... (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one.
0: (laughs) So we had the confrontation between Russell and Claire here, and uh, they argue about who is actually responsible for the art, and they go back and forth and back and forth, and then Russell really kind of wins me over here a little bit by saying, you know, the best part is that they did it together. And you yeah know, she won't you know we we really wanted that whole we liked that Russell Claire connection, we hated to lose it before, and you know
2: you know, okay, if Russell had just you know had that that talk with her, I would have been on his side, but since he did it in the classroom where he was he really wanted people to know mm-hmm. that he was a part of this because it was so amazing. That he had to have some credit. That just, you know, to me, wrong reasons. If he was just upset at her about not getting the credit for it and he just talked to her, you know, privately, not try to take credit in the classroom, then I would be more on his side.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I, I think my, my personal feeling is that he's partly responsible for this. And, and she should give him just a little bit of credit, you know? I think this is, Probably. this is this is new Claire not being very thoughtful of others.
3: I think it's precisely because of the complexity of their relationship that she's so unwilling to as much yes. as he wants her to. That's,
2: yes. that's, that's the problem right there. She's, she's still, still, yes, go ahead, Lynn. No,
4: I just see it's, it's obvious that he's still in love. Yeah.
2: Yes, and uh, she is still resenting him a little bit. Yeah,
0: imagine if this was Billy and Claire it, that that this happened to. I guarantee mm-hmm. Claire would get Billy um,
1: partial yes. credit.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and I think you you're I, I can't dispute that the word partial. I mean, he, he doesn't as I said before, he doesn't get full credit. Yeah. He, it was the seed of the idea, but she's so um, uncharitable toward him. She
0: definitely developed it. You're right about the whole mask mm-hmm. thing and everything like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. how it went on further than that
3: she- but it did come out of a spontaneous fun place and so in that moment when he says you know that's what it means for him is like it's their time together they're sharing their caring mm-hmm. their affection that's what it symbolizes for him so to have her shun it publicly I think really hurts him mm-hmm. so when he explains that that's why he's so upset I'm with you Des I have some sympathy for him yeah because yeah. it's coming from a genuine place but right
2: but the fact that he's in the classroom t- taking credit too yeah. you know that's all ego right there he just wants them to know that it's him because it, everybody loves it so do, do you, you think know. that's all
3: ego or do you think that's just more because he's so hurt that she is pretending he wasn't involved at all like she's sort of erasing yeah. him
2: if she yeah both but, see, yeah. being hurt, like, talking to her at the flower thing is, you know, what you do when you're hurt. You're like, hey, you know, you didn't give me the credit, blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of it in the classroom, like, you know, you were a big part of it after everybody's gushing about how awesome it is. That's just because everybody's gushing about how awesome it is, and you... Definitely want them to know that you did it, you know, because otherwise, if, if your ego wasn't that big, you would just, you know, probably, well, depending on who it is, but you would have just like been a little pissed off. And then later, you know, said something, hmm. you know, a lot of people would. Well,
0: he sits there and struggles with it for a while. You can see in that classroom scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's more like stunned that she didn't Where? say anything. She just said it was all okay. Him. It was all him, and and this other thing, which was which comes up later, which I forgot to mention. I, I meant to make another note of this. I totally forgot. But Ruth and her talk about her cutting up magazines and how she used to love doing that kind of thing. And then when she's talking to the art director later, she's not she doesn't again doesn't say anything about Russell and says this all stems from her wanting, her cutting up magazines as a child. Like, she would never have even thought of that if she didn't tell yeah. to oh, okay, here's, a, here's another excuse to why this is not Russell's.
2: Yeah, that's, she's just been a little petty and also a little ridiculous because even, you know, most kids used to cut up I used to cut up magazines as a kid and make little collages, you know? I mean, most kids have done that kind of stuff. So, the and you didn't even remember. So, clearly, that's not where it comes from, you yeah. know? Definitely not. But now, okay, is this going somewhere important? Because we're talking about this a lot. I just
0: think it's a it big was... a big issue in the in the show. And, and, frankly, Claire pisses me off quite a bit in this episode.
2: <laughs> well, she's been pissing me off a bit lately, too. This new
0: Claire sucks.
2: Yes, she does.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on, we have uh, Billy and Brenda making up. Not making out, making up, I said.
2: <laughs> I was going to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, they get some hospital food, and, you know, he, he tries to say something, and she uh, says, you know, you don't have to say anything. And then he,
2: But she let him pay for lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, it's funny because, you know, he's like, you know, should I tell mom I, I, I slept with Olivier? <laughs> Brenda's like... That was hilarious. Brenda says, I wish you never even told me. <laughs> um, But yeah, Bre- Brenda opens up about the fact that she's thinking about having kids with Nate. And it looks like we don't... I, we're, I, I don't know about you guys, but I I was looking for some twinges of jealousy in his face. Some old Nate hate, you know, in his face. But I didn't see anything. He says... You're gonna be a great mother, and i think I, I believe him I believe uh, that he feels he, that way
2: yeah I think he is, he's really um turned things around uh obviously he's found medication that is working mm-hmm. for him therapy probably that's working for him yeah, he's a little more boring though
1: <laughs> <laughs> need
0: him to go over overboard again?
2: Yes, it was fun <laughs> it
0: was
2: interesting.
3: I still think he'll go somewhere with Claire, so that'll give us interest, as
2: <laughs> Yeah, probably. Um, Ruth and George
0: go down into the bomb shelter, and George mm-hmm. is very impressed. And we <laughs> find out that David used to go down there and pout, and George says this will do just fine.
3: He's in love with it. It's lead line. The walls aren't even sweaty with moisture. <laughs> like
1: oh my God. George is...
3: Funny. <laughs> it's a kind funny, of, quirky guy.
2: Yeah, it's kind of good, though, because, you know, now he has a hobby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll stop, you know, trying to give everybody factoids. But I'm,
3: I'm afraid he's going to get far too intense with this. It's going to become more of an obsession. yeah, uh, And just it's going to become painful. Uh, it his... already
2: has. Yeah. <laughs> by the end of the episode. You know... Uh, this this
0: part of the episode, I think is I think is written really well in the fact that, or maybe it's directed really well, but it gives me this creepy vibe of like this is how like um, the uh, the cults that uh, killed themselves over hail bop started. This is how Jonestown starts. This 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 just obsession with the end of the world and. You know, and, and and it just feels this whole this whole uh, plot, at least in this episode right now, it just feels really scary
1: to me.
3: Hmm. I don't know. Well, he is all doom and gloom. Yeah, I... Ruth hasn't pegged there. He's very pessimistic, and she does. You know, Ruth has always been true to character in that she's tried to find the ray of sunshine in things. Right, it's what she does. Yeah. So this has got to be very wearying for her. Wearying, I mean, for her. <laughs>
0: you know, she's just, you know, she's got, he, he's not building a board, a birdhouse or anything or, or, <laughs> or working in the garden feverishly. This is like, scary.
3: no, we know he's a disaster in the yeah, garden, scary. Robin. We're not letting him yeah. back in there. It's
0: scary. <laughs> I, I
4: have an uncle who started his journey into uh, craziness with these kind of yeah,
2: obsessions. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a healthy obsession, you know? Yeah. I mean, no. it really isn't. And. Yeah, I well, I guess we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, it's like a desperate underworld. attempt,
3: yeah, d- to have control in a world where really we don't have control. It's it's fallacy, it's
0: futile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so in the next scene, we see that Roger is a, a fan of black people and cops, especially black cops. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> And when David tries to pay, Roger says that, uh, David, David really fucked up and someone's got to pay. Oh my. David and Keith are blown away at the suggestion. And, uh, at the end of the scene, Keith seizes Roger's keys and tells David to follow them.
2: Huh. <laughs> it's what a, what a guy, you
1: know,
2: <laughs> taking one for his man. Yeah.
0: What a guy. Um, yeah. In the next scene, Jimmy and Claire are talking about their fr- the, fr- the whole frustration with Russell. And Jimmy says that he showed the photos to a gallery manager. And this makes Claire happy as heck. There's stars in her eyes over this. And none of them are named Russell. <laughs> huh. um, in the next scene, uh, Rico gives uh, babysitter Julie money and sends her off and sits in front of his TV and smiles. Moving on, fucking <laughs> Rico. Um. All right, so Hoyt and Barb are talking about their chickens, <laughs> and they're all named. I didn't write all their names down here. I didn't think it was needed, but you know,
2: Congo, and that's the only one I remember. <laughs> they, were, they all started with a P. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I bet the kids named them. Yeah. They sounded like the kids named
0: them. At least the twins, because they can't really hear Michaela.
2: Yes, her ghostly wails <laughs> are above human hearing. <laughs> or maybe Michaela told the twins what she liked for names.
3: She whispered in their ears.
2: That's why the twins are so creepy. They commune with their dead sister. Yeah. That could be. Oh, gosh, it's like The Shining.
3: <laughs> I wonder where they have her ashes. Mm. <laughs>
0: So, um, well, it sounds like uh, Sam and Dean need to definitely burn (laughs) Michaela's body, but whatever. Uh, That's supernatural. Uh, So, (laughs) Brenda goes off to get coffee, and it all goes down here. Barb asks Nate about the ashes, why they weren't pulverized.
2: Okay, did you see that? Barb didn't go straight to wrong body. She started out with... You know, um, um, the crematorium incompetent really
3: crematorium. Yeah.
2: Incompetent crematorium. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. Because mm-hmm. she's not crazy like that creepy guy. Yeah. Okay,
3: I have a question for the three of you. What would you have done? Would you have fessed up, or would you have just told her it was an incompetent crematorium?
2: I would have said it was an incompetent crematorium because I'm a liar. I have <laughs> a horrible guilty conscience, so I probably would have been like, "I'm so sorry."
3: I don't. <laughs> and Len? Uh,
1: I mean, this has not
4: happened that.
0: before, right? So
4: yeah. speaking from experience. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? I would, right I, uh, okay. I would try not to lie. I would try to just avoid the question as as best yeah. as possible.
1: <sighs>
0: but
2: uh, Barb puts a pressure... What would you,
3: wait, what would you do, Moira? I, I, like, Len, I would be trying not to answer that question. I... I would be trying to lead them astray, I think, in this case, because he kind of doesn't have a leg to stand on in terms of what he did.
2: (laughs) Well, the problem is, okay, he tried to kind of make it seem, without saying so, make it seem like it was a crematorium, but... Mm -hmm. Barb wasn't going to let him deal with it, so I don't think he had a whole lot of choice. They weren't letting it go. They Because, weren't, you know.
3: yeah, if she'd call the crematorium, all hell would have broken loose anyway. Right. I suppose. So
2: he, he really had to tell them.
0: So, yeah, Nate oh. says oh. that he gave Lisa what she wanted. He buried her in the desert, and what they have are not Lisa's ashes.
2: Why are they, you know, I mean, okay, that's not what you wanted for your dead sister. But guess what? That's what your dead sister wanted. Mm. Get over it. Get the fuck over it. Kind of a big thing to get over. Do you really have to go to the place where she's buried in order to feel close to her? You don't. You yeah, no, no,
3: you can't say that. that you don't. For some people they really
2: um, do. Don't have to. Most you know, I mean seriously, you don't. It it it's just you know, under the ground, it's not like you're there to touch them or anything. You can't see them. So why do you have to be there?
3: I think to find um, out you'd been completely misled would be horrific for someone. And to know that you were um, mourning over ashes and they weren't even your loved ones to be fair to them that's a pretty big deal to get over
2: see the whole the whole ashes thing and this you know once, once someone's dead they're gone you know to me but the okay to be misled yes but they were not honoring Lisa's wishes they were really adamant about doing what she didn't want done and so that's why he misled them. Of course, you know I would be pissed off about being misled, but it's it's not like I don't know. It's not like you know he killed her. You know. <laughs> oh, but that's, that's what they're implying I, at the end. Yes, I got that. But it's uh-huh. it's, it's a totally different thing. It's yeah. he was trying to do what he. That is a good thing that he was trying to do what
3: she wanted you know i mean we knew or we feared when that episode aired that that this was going to come back to haunt him and we both expressed the wish that it wouldn't that we really wanted it just to be left alone Mm -hmm. and so when it started going this direction i i just kind of cringed because again no good will come of this like (laughs) Like we we you know, we've hashed it to death. We understand why he did what he did, and he did it in a sense out of guilt over how he treated Lisa and wanted to do one thing right by her. I mean, it came from a good place. But did he handle it really, really well? Hell no, he never does. <laughs> uh-huh. So
0: my sister's boyfriend has been with her for many, many years, and they've had a child together, and I do hope that they get married someday. Uh, but if I found out that he disposed of her body in the desert, <laughs> I would but freaking lose that,
2: it. Okay, what if okay, he had nothing what if it was, you know, he had nothing to do with the death and that's what she wanted. You found out that's what she wanted. Don't matter. Would you still be upset? Don't
0: matter. See,
2: I, I don't get being tied to someone's dead body. I don't understand that at all because I have never visited a grave site for my dead relatives. Yeah. But I'm able to think about them and remember them and feel close to them without that. That's because you're I don't... a
1: sociopath.
2: <laughs> Probably, but no, well, seriously, well,
0: yeah, of, I don't get it. I mean, Len, you've been tied to a dead body before. Can you speak of anything on that? That was a night of passion. <laughs> <laughs> um...
3: Oh my God.
4: <laughs> no, but I, you know what? I recently lost someone very dear to me. I, he was a 97-year-old man. Mm-hmm. We became fast friends at the bar recently. Yeah. He's, he's buried... I thought he was going to be buried in town. They're going to bury him like four hours away. Mm-hmm. Um, if he'd been buried in town, I would have went to the grave site. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to make the journey. So, yeah, it's, the, it's <laughs> off topic, but it's not really necessary. I, I sort of I agree with everybody. Hmm. They're in your heart.
2: Yeah. Well, my relatives are buried in Louisiana, you know, I mean, I don't get to go out there and visit the. Even though my grandfather's grave is just down the road from where my granny lives, I don't go to the grave site because I go to my granny's house and I see my granny and I think about my, you know, grandfather then. So I just don't need to go visit the grave site where, you know, his remains are because there's enough life out there that reminds me of him that I can think about him. Right, but... Well, Nate I think it's different for different
4: justice by honoring her <laughs> right wishes. Yeah, but you—you're saying if
0: your sister, <laughs> you would still be pissed if that's would, what your
4: sister wanted.
0: I would, and you know what? It, 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 talking with the same situation. Okay, you, you might not remember this because this was an earlier episode, but they showed a flashback of Lisa just offhand saying that she was she'd like to be buried in the earth amongst the trees or whatever. And it, it wasn't anything official. It was just a conversation they were having. And uh, nobody they, else heard it.
2: <laughs> they probably had the conversation more, you know? I mean, because when you have a child, you start to think about those kind of things and worry about those kind of things. And it's a conversation you have. I've had the conversation with my family about, you know, what happens, um, you know, and how the will made up and everything. So she's uh, i'm sure they had more than just that passing conversation that we saw
0: well there's anything that's going to come out of fisher cast is me ending up having that conversation with my wife (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) okay i'm still stuck on the fact that you
3: (laughs) i think it's interesting robin that you call your sister's significant other her boyfriend given that they have a child together and they've been together forever like he's not her husband
2: uh, no, it's her baby daddy. It's her baby daddy,
3: yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah.
2: What What are we supposed to call it, Bora It's her husband.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, well, it's, they live together, it's they, they have a child walk. together, that's her husband. Uh, it's I, like David I could get
3: more right? on, on
0: that, but I don't know.
3: Maybe they don't live together, I don't yeah, know, that's it's, different. It's,
4: it's
0: personal
3: stuff. It's, yeah,
4: anyway. I, well, I have one last question before we move on about okay. this for you, Robin. If, let's say your sister passed away, and her last wishes were... Fucking weird. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Would you be more bummed out that you didn't have a place to go see her? Let's say... um, Man, I'm not even stoned and I'm losing my (laughs) my thoughts here. If if her boyfriend decided... They decided together that she wanted to be cremated and put at Lake Perrin. Mm -hmm. But didn't tell you and you... you thought that her remains were somewhere else. Would you be more pissed that you didn't, you couldn't go visit them, or would you be bothered that it wasn't like a Christian burial, or it was, let's say it was something yeah. totally like pagan and bizarre, yeah. and it totally like morally <laughs> bothered you? Yeah. Would you be more upset that you didn't have a place to go see her, or would you just be pissed because it like went against?
0: well i i think its a different choice there because it's not something where it's like it's against something I believe in. It's not because i now I don't have a place to see her it's um her boyfriend <laughs> took care of her ashes and her or her body- i mean and disregard of her family disregarded her family info. and and, yeah. and pulled the wool over our eyes that yeah. would well, no, okay yeah.
2: the difference is though so the boyfriend happen. doesn't have the rights that the husband like Nate does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit different in that case. And in the case of your sister, you know, the family would probably make the decision, not the boyfriend.
1: Yeah.
2: Well.
0: Anyway, we should probably move on. Um, yes.
2: <laughs> listeners,
0: feel free to write in and where you weigh on this. Um,
2: <laughs> where you want to be buried? <laughs> what you want us to do with you? Guys, with your? Yeah, what do you stuff? want us
0: to do with your body? <laughs> Call yeah. us on the we'll voicemail point. line. All right. Uh, <laughs> But well, yeah, at the uh at the end of the scene it's uh it's a bit of a surprise to Brenda what's been going on here. Uh has no idea what was going on. Um and uh yeah, Barb says that she wishes Lisa was still alive and her daughter wasn't being raised by a woman that Lisa hated. And she says that it raises a lot of questions, Nate. And Hoyt says <laughs> this raises a lot of questions, Nate.
2: <laughs> oh, <wait>.
0: oh is <laughs> so good with the words, so
3: whipped. oh Hoy! bless his little heart <laughs> yes.
1: um now
0: okay well okay one more little factoid I wanted to raise about this whole conversation is a little bit of trivia um in terms of how Nate disposed of Lisa's body a question that is raised uh Uh, I'm I'm reading from, sorry. Uh, The writers actually looked into the legality of Nate's actions. As her husband, he was legally entitled to dispose of Lisa's remains in whatever way he saw fit. However, he did break the law in burying her in public land and by using someone else's cremains.
2: Now, I wonder what type of punishment that would incur.
0: $500,000 or sleep with me. Okay, no.
2: <laughs> so it's just like biting somebody's earring off. Okay, get it. Okay.
0: I was going for the pesqueezy way. <laughs> I love that name. Speaking of pesqueeze.
2: Seriously, seriously, though, I was wondering what oh. we should research and find out what kind of punishment that will entail. Or we'll probably see it on the show.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, we may. Maybe. Yeah. Uh...
3: Nate being taken away in half and cuffs at the end of the next episode. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so after Coitus, uh, <laughs> the Squeeze is satisfied, um, and, uh, I just, I gave him his own nickname, I just like it. <laughs> Yo, Squeeze. <laughs> he's a bit of a dick. Yo, squeeze, drop a fat <laughs> beat. No, uh, alright, <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, he's so slimy, but he's funny to watch.
0: Mm. <laughs> um... And he gets Keith to open up a little bit, and mm-hmm. he starts complaining about David in front of him.
1: Wow,
2: that was really um, stupid, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. uh, the guy is suing David. Are you going to give him more ammunition? That's not...
3: Uh, dumb. Yeah, he's not a trustworthy soul. It's not somebody I would be telling my secrets to.
0: And uh, afterwards, uh, Keith uh, is offered to come back at any time if he wants to talk more. <laughs> and Keith says, this is it. And so the squeeze tells Keith to find his boyfriend before he bites my cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Downstairs, David asks, how was it? And Keith says, he needs a shower. <laughs> um, Vanessa's out clubbing, calls home. She's pissed. Rico says he has a right to be there, and uh, Vanessa says, "Feel free to visit with your, our kids." I'm not coming home, <laughs> at least tonight. Wow, that's mature, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, Rico was using that whole excuse like, uh, "You can't keep me from my kids." Here you go. Obviously, that's not what he wants. He wants he wants her oh. back, and he wants right. he wants his he wants the whole his family back, and you know.
2: Well, you know, he's acting like an asshole. Yeah. She shouldn't stoop to his level, but she does. Mm. Uh, I
0: don't know. Kind of going, you go, girl, still with Vanessa. Kind of. Yeah, you know
3: what? I'm sorry. Uh, you don't need a babysitter, so you can go out and drink and screw men. Mm. <laughs> <You, you laughs> well, yes, yeah, I'm does. sorry.
4: He <laughs> 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 um, the kids
0: for you, then uh,
3: You know. You're out on a date. That's one thing. I, whatever. I'm not impressed. <laughs>
0: well, is she she out clubbing or is she out with Kenny? We don't see see Well Miami, We don't see
3: her with anybody.
0: But uh, when she comes back, uh, well, <laughs> we'll get into that. Um So yeah, uh, uh, Brenda is upset at Nate that she didn't. He didn't say anything to her, and Nate is very defiant. And he's this is between me and Lisa, and uh I, Brenda says, I "Let agree. me know when, you, when you're going to let me in."
2: See, yeah, I'm I with Nate, Nate why, on this one yeah. I don't know why she's so upset this was before they started getting back together and it has to do with his wife and you know it really has nothing to do with her
0: I don't know about that one I gotta disagree
2: <laughs> okay so, well, so George, I mean. George should like... tell
0: uh, George should tell Ruth about uh, how many children he has how many wives he had but Nate can cover up hiding a dead body
2: <laughs> well, okay. Seriously. It's like he buried his wife, you know. I. Uh, what's, that's not like something you just come out and tell people right away. <laughs> By know? the way,
0: I know we're planning a future together. Maybe we're thinking about having a baby. Just so you know, I might be hauled away in handcuffs one of these days. <laughs> if they ever find that body I hid.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, I guess it does affect her somewhat if he gets caught, yeah. but you know what? I'm, but it really it was it was something that really had nothing to do with Brenda at the time.
0: Well, it does now. <laughs> um, so yeah, Vanessa comes back home and says she was doing charity work all night. <laughs> <laughs> And tends to call the cops. I'm sorry. I'm thinking, is that, blow jobs sorry, is
3: that blowjobs for free? Is that what a charity is?
0: <laughs> I just talked all over you, Myra. What would you say? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm being rude.
3: I just, <laughs> yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, I just kind of love the fact that she said charity work. It's just funny <laughs> to me. Uh, the next scene uh, Nate's world is thrown into an even Faster spin by Barb Screaming at him on the front lawn Of uh, the house What he says is his house It's actually Brenda's, Nate um, But yeah, she says that Maya's gonna come live With them And uh, that sounds familiar Anyway um, So she threatens with a lawyer And uh, Nate tells him to get the fuck Out of here Nate's shaking, picks my up and doesn't want to let her go. And Brenda pulls them into the house.
2: Yeah. I, if, if they go to the police, you know, they, they might be able to get her, but you know, other than that, if they just go full on for the cus, uh, custody, no, they're not going to take her away from him.
0: Any other thoughts? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was thinking, G Des, wouldn't you be happy to have them take her away from him? There'd be no more baby
2: hey. life. <laughs> My notes right here say, yes, take Maya. <laughs> I, like
3: Maya. Oh, wow.
2: I think it is not very likely. That's
3: what I will say.
0: So, the gallery owner, uh, owner where, am I, where am I from? Uh, the gallery owner loves. Claire's pics and asks how she came up with them. She says she's been tearing pics up since birth and uh, yeah, the owner invites Claire to put her pictures in his gallery. In um, the next scene, Jonathan eulogizes and he says as Nate kind of drifts off that anything you can have, you have can be taken away. Lisa was just the beginning and you're crazy to have another baby because from now on bad things will happen to you. And Ruth wonders where George is.
3: <laughs> I could have told her. <laughs>
0: George, she's down in the shelter, mm-hmm. working on making it livable. <laughs> Ruth wants to do one of her one of those classes, but George is deeply invested in the shelter. He can't really think. He needs time to work on this project right now.
3: Mm-hmm. How long do you think it'll be till they have sex in the shelter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they just need the hammocks, you know, mm-hmm. and then they'll be all set, don't you think?
0: The bunk beds, the Nikes Yeah, get it all in there God (laughs) Um, Yeah, so as we're wrapping up here um, Nate is worried Barb's going to take Maya away And he's really upset He feels like Barb threatened his family And then he says, you know, Brenda This is just not a good time for a baby We need to focus on Maya, just Maya And Brenda rolls over and doesn't look very happy I've gotten that rollover before. It's not good.
3: (laughs) Well, you pissed (laughs) me off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh oh, we're having a little private, Uh, (laughs) Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So, uh, yeah, Keith uh, comes home from work. David is sitting silently with the phone in front of him. It turns out he's got to go and identify his attacker, whose fingerprints. (laughs) It's the ones in the van. Could this possibly be him? The end of the episode.
2: That'll be good then if they arrest him and put him away. Maybe he can stop being such a psycho and beating up people in sushi bars and start healing.
0: (laughs) Alright, so any other words before I wrap this episode up?
3: It's funny, I, I'm having the oddest feeling like I enjoyed this episode more until we started talking about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. Yeah.
3: Like, I think it's kind of lost its...
0: I don't know, I really hmm. enjoyed it, and maybe our discussion brought it down for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe it's me. Well, no, it's okay.
2: It's just... Was it my summary?
3: Well, well no, it's just, I, I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't as pissed with Claire as you were and I kind of thought well I have a little sympathy for Russell but mm, get over it it's not really your art and um I don't know whatever think about (laughs) it
0: maybe you can summarize it in the the last right section here yeah but for right now let's get into a break from our friends at
6: Castlecast (sighs) Heidi Heidi hey
5: John what happened to you you look awful
6: Uh, I had an accident but I'll be okay listen Where have you been? You're late for recording. That's what I wanted to tell you. Listen, I was hanging a clock in the bathroom, and I slipped and I hit my head on the toilet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I, I blacked out for a bit. When I came to, I had an epiphany. You know that show on ABC, Castle? I, what? You know, Castle. It's that murder mystery show starring Nathan Fillion. Everyone loves it. Come on, keep up.
5: I'm familiar with it, yes.
6: Okay, well, I was thinking... You may want to sit down for this. I'm sitting. Oh, well, then I'll sit. I was thinking we should do a podcast about Castle.
5: You're kidding, right?
6: No, I'm serious. We could do a weekly podcast wherein we talk about the latest news involving the series, its cast and crew. John. Follow that with a recap and review of the latest episode with emails, voicemails, and a Twitter poll. John. And you know what else? We can even have a music appreciation segment featuring actual score pieces from the show by its composer, Robert Duncan.
5: Seriously, John?
6: Then we can wrap up the show with spoilers. John. Yes?
5: We already have a Castle podcast. Really? Yes, really. It's called Castlecast.net. Don't you remember?
6: Ooh, good name. We should grab it before someone else does. Oh, for the love of What? You got a better idea?
5: Maybe you should go to the hospital. I think you might have a concussion.
6: Don't be silly, I'm fine. What I should really do right now is go make some album art for the podcast in iTunes. Bam, said the lady.
5: Castlecast.net, the original fan podcast all about the ABC series Castle.
6: Hey Heidi, you'll never guess what I saw outside just now a double rainbow.
5: Yep, definitely a concussion.
0: And we're back. And Castle's a fun show. Check it out. Listen to Castle Cast. Um, and uh, our next segment, of course, is Fisher of the Week, which we award the Fisher family member who is our favorite this week and why. I know Len hasn't prepared one, but maybe um, one of you guys can tell him um, who is up for grabs and who, of course, we've given honorary status. Anybody?
3: <laughs> okay all right all the fishers by name plus keith because we decided he is david's husband now for realsies okay. and of course george because hey he's married to ruth mm-hmm. and maya lovely baby maya she is the and then all Fisher. all the core fishers so those are your those are your options okay
0: okay you ready ready to give one uh
4: yeah my my pick for my favorite person of the week yes Is
0: george actually really it is no, I said George last week, and it was a big joke, and then I ended up <laughs> picking the baby. What, <laughs> what is your rationale for picking
4: George? I've had a lot of in-depth discussions with Jehovah's Witnesses and
1: um, <laughs>
4: and other people coming, knocking uh-huh. on the door. I invite them. Well, I meet them outside. I don't invite them in like vampires. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I dug it. I mean, I, he seems like he's unraveling a little bit. Um, Especially with the the bomb shelter and the water,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, he is my favorite. Okay, there you have it. Uh, I think is our first George nomination. It's our
5: first George. Yeah, that was good.
0: He deserves and, and last and last. <laughs> you never know. Uh, let's see,
2: Moira. Oh, Des can you go 1st so
1: <laughs>
2: okay I will go um shit you're not gonna uh, go shit on this podcast <laughs> definitely not George
1: mm,
2: not Claire because I thought she was kind of being a jerk again um not David because he's being annoying and not Nate because he's I don't know Nate's bugging me um who do I have left um oh yeah Maya, Keith, and Ruth? Yep. Uh, um.
3: Okay, I've got mine. <laughs>
2: um, okay, I'm just going to say, I'm going I'm to pick Keith because he took one for his man. <laughs> 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 just for that reason. Even though he, yeah. he started talking when he shouldn't have. But other than that, he, he took one for his man. That was awesome.
3: Okay, it's funny. I, I, That's where I'm inclined to. I, huh. The other choices are so difficult. I mean, I guess, you know, Ruth at least uh, is trying to delineate demands from George and set them out and make him follow through, but I don't think he's going to follow through. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. so I, I, oh, I can't give it to her. And, and I thought Clara's art was really cool and brilliant. Um, and I, and originally I think I would have given it to her just for that, for doing something with her art that was really positive. But then after our discussion and all the stuff about Russell and, uh, seeing a bit more that you you have a point that she's still being exceedingly selfish. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't give it to her. Not giving it to baby Maya this week. No. And no. Nate, uh. There's not enough of good old Nate. There's not enough of compassionate Nate that would've gone in and helped that boy, you know, to make me happy. So blah blah blah. In the end, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Keith because he in a in a weird kind of way, he is um he is the clarity in David's world. You know, he's the guy that stays calm. He's the center. He's the rock. He's figuring out things. And as he said, he's he feels like he's always sort of helping this invalid. But he's at least sticking by him. And I got to give him kudos for that. The only thing I want to comment on is, you know, if they were a heterosexual couple and and Keith were a girl and she'd had to go and fuck this guy to get him out of his lawsuit, I think everybody would be outraged. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yep.
3: So that's just. I'm just putting that out there. I just think that's Yeah,
0: it's, it's definitely interesting. Well, you know, it, it does help uh, soften the blow, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> that um, they've been fi- basically sleeping with whoever they want. Yes, yes. Um,
2: but that's their choice, and this really wasn't his well, choice. Well, he
0: did. Take to, he, he, he made a choice, you know?
2: He felt had yeah. too, though. He felt, um, you know, um, I mean... Yeah, obligated. So it
0: wasn't as much of a choice as usual. Well, I'm going to give it to Keith anyway. Um, it I don't think it was a good decision. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he could have reasoned with it more. I have no idea. But throughout this episode, it's great to see Keith being there for David. And, uh, you know, I he the angry... Um, insufferable Keith is such a faint memory at this point. It, it's it great that uh, uh, he's like this. And uh, I'm definitely picking Keith uh, for taking the hit, like Dez said, take the hit for his man. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I, I worry about him unloading a little bit on the squeeze. Um, but, then again, I don't even know who, who I mean, does he tell, uh, I, he needed to talk to somebody, apparently, and all of a sudden, yeah. he, he felt some, some sort of, maybe it was the fact that, you know, their penises were inside each other uh, moments before, <laughs> but uh, perhaps he felt a little closeness because of the Post-coital glow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Keith. So we have three for Keith and one for George. No shots today.
2: Damn it, Lynn. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but,
3: we wait all week for this, Lynn. All week we wait. It's so the one time we have to have a drink of alcohol, and look what happened.
2: Uh, not me. I have water tonight, as usual. Oh, I have water, too. <laughs> but, uh,
0: I mean, even better, than, uh, I think, than a shot of alcohol would be the one bit of listener eulogies we have this week, and it is from... Um, our amazing listener of and his uh, exciting emails. I don't know why I keep talking about it. Up. It's probably going to suck. But I don't know when you guys read it.
2: Go ahead, Des. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The subject line says bomb shelter slash George's magical murder motel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a thousand points to George for shutting down that creepo jizo. <laughs> <laughs> These college masks are 100% pure, unfiltered nightmare fuel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Enrico, is this still going on? Blurg. <laughs> George has a murder (laughs) cellar. He's never been so happy. How long until Rico, Rico, Russell, and Lisa's family are sent down there to die? (laughs) die.
0: (laughs) George has been killing and has killed all. I mean,
2: whether he stumbled on the truth there, I'm not going to say. He will kill again. again. (laughs) This doesn't, quote, raise a lot of questions, end quote. Stop saying that. (laughs) <laughs> I was I was nearly positive that Captain Earring was recording his conversation with Keith. Ooh.
0: Ooh. The squeeze might put the squeeze on him <laughs> in the future. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I did not trust him. Nope. All right.
0: So thank you for that, Brad. Um, we would have loved to hear more from you guys on our 50th episode, but I understand that, you know, our last episode. Well, it's going to be released in a couple hours, so you had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I
3: know. so thank you Brad
0: appreciative yes. of uh, any sort of Facebook feedback you might have or just like you know just let us know you're listening that that'd be great um,
2: I'll tell you what let's just celebrate 51 I mean because if 50 is good 51 is better right yeah it's like a um, new beginning yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll celebrate that so send us you know good feedback for episode 51 yeah we'd love it just a lot of hats in the back finale. what's that It's a season finale, too. Season finale,
0: of course. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was a good time for that.
0: I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about next week.
2: Uh oh. I'm pretty certain of it. Because George goes on a killing spree in his murder cellar or whatever he called it. (laughs) I love it. Cellar with an S. (laughs) Yes. I was like, (laughs) Yeah. I just glossed over that. Oh, (laughs) God.
0: Okay, so uh, on to our last rights. Let's uh, wrap this episode up by talking about our final thoughts on the episode and the rating. So, of course, we go to our guest first. And uh, just any last thoughts on the episode, uh, a summary of your opinion of the episode, and if you have one, a rating system.
4: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give it three out of five. It's got to be out of time. Oh really? Yeah, okay, so sorry. we'll give it seven out of ten. Uh, <laughs> uh, apocalypse water <laughs> bottles.
0: How about that? Apocalypse water bottles. Nice. I,
4: it's hard for me to jump in like this because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, I was lo I, feel, I felt li- a little bit lost because. Yeah. That's because what I
3: was. <laughs> <laughs> because somebody will not give you back your damn DVD. Right. <laughs> You'll get them <a> <laughs>
4: back eventually. I still thought it was cool. It was. It was fun to jump back in again, and and I I miss these guys. I miss having them in my life.
0: Now, you remember um, uh, many weeks ago when I was like, hey, man, you got to get on season four, and and I let you look – you went looking through the episode list, and you're like, bomb shelter. So what what exactly made you go, this is the episode I want to have? Is it just because you remembered the bomb shelter part, or?
4: It it was because of George.
0: George, yeah. 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 Okay, um,
3: Moira? Um yeah, okay. I, all right, I'm not feeling as negative now. <laughs> going back to my happy place. Um I, I enjoyed this episode. It it moved things ahead. Uh it gave us this intrigue about what's going to become of Nate's decision to bury Lisa's body and I, and I do want to see where that plays out too. I don't think for a minute they're going to take Maya from him. I'll be shocked if that happens. Um and I liked uh as you said, you know, Keith um standing up for David and kind of doing the right thing and I hope his opening up doesn't get them into trouble, but uh, I, I like seeing him just being the rock. It's it's really lovely to, to to see this Keith and not the old guy. I wish Nate would just uh, stop whining about being scared to death. Like ah, oh, we're all gonna die, Nate. We're all going to die. Just get over it. But overall, moving things forward, blah, blah, blah. Kind of fun. George is getting even more wacko. Hey, maybe he'll be gone soon. Yay. So I'm going to give it seven out of 10 poorly pulverized piles of ashes.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> okay. Who's left?
2: Desert, des, oh,
3: desert.
2: Des? <laughs> me, me, I'm here.
1: <laughs> um,
2: I'll just say whatever Moira said. Um, she basically summed <laughs> it, it up uh, <laughs> I can't even say a word for no. word. <sighs> um, I'm going to give it. How many did you give it, Moira? Seven. Oh, okay, because that's what I was going to give it to, I think. Um, yep. So there we go. We're simpatico today. Um, I'm going to give it that's seven out of uh, and I know what it means. Um, I'm going to give it seven out of ten. Missing stockpiles of weapons-grade plutonium. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I feel like Back to the yeah, Future mode. Say, yes, yes. I was looking for the Syrians. Yes.
0: You were, we were all there.
2: Uh,
0: okay. Uh, I I definitely think I like this episode a lot more than you guys did. It, uh, a great episode raises lots of questions. It makes you think. It makes well, you know. It makes it makes you wonder where your your thoughts are in certain things. Um, I think there were a lot of uh, hard choices and um, things to ponder about where you stand. Uh, where do you stand on uh, Keith nailing the squeeze? uh <laughs> What do you stand on <laughs> Claire and Russell and um, and what what Nate did with Lisa and how you know how much are you know, is is Barb? You know, what? what should, how much should we feel bad for Barb and and Lisa's family? Um, even though, like, our main hero is the cause of all this pain. Um, it, I, I, it, especially, um, I'm with Len about this whole George thing. Like I said before, when this bomb shelter stuff was going on, and we see him stringing those lights on up, and he's got that glow in his eyes. It's just, it's scary. It really is scary. Like I said before, it just it remind it reminds me of all those. You know, it started off as just you know, uh, you know, a preparation for things and you know what's going to happen next. What 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 are we? I'm just afraid of what's to come. And honestly. Don't remember much of what's to come, which makes it even more, makes me more happier about that. So, uh, but yeah, this just, um, you see George walking around in Nikes and telling George, uh, telling Ruth to wear some. uh, I'm going to be scared. Uh (laughs) Eating (laughs) applesauce. Making some Kool-Aid. So I'm giving it nine out of 10 pinches of weed. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's bury this bomb shelter. All right, so on the iTunes, give us a star rating. Give us a review. We'd love to have you drop by and just rate our episode, rate, rate, our, rate our
2: show. I am running out of words, okay? And Des. <laughs> 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 All right, visit us at fishcast.blogspot.com. Leave us a voicemail at 541 to embalm and visit us on Facebook.
3: Or you can email us at fishercast1 at com. Please put the subject or the type. What am I trying to say? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Name the episode in the subject line. That's what I'm trying to say. But you know what? You guys missed our 50th episode. We only had one wonderful person write in. So that's it. I'm making a demand now. I'm putting it out there. I would like to have at least, you know, three or four things to read next time. Yeah. That would make me happy, okay? That's where I'm coming from because... We have the season finale coming up, which is pretty cool. And then we only have one season left.
2: Yeah, it'd be nice to hear about how awesome we are. So if you could send us that. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted comments about the show. That would make me happy. Uh, Oh, we'll take that too. But we could take the awesomeness. Okay, yeah, sure, sure.
3: See if we don't. We don't want to pod fade. Please help us. (laughs) (laughs) Your feedback (laughs) is keeping us alive.
1: It is. I'm thirsty.
0: Help me. (laughs) imagine if we stop halfway through the fifth season because there's no oh feedback. God.
2: That would be <laughs> hilarious.
3: Would
0: be like We're blackmail. punishing you.
2: Emotional
3: blackmail. We're not going to podcast another another sentence. If you don't send us feedback. Alright, so, uh,
0: <laughs> Len, where can we find you on the web? Um, well, there's a couple sites I probably don't want to give out here.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, one is a yo, comedy yo. of
4: horrors uh Tumblr.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah. Uh, the other is uh, Leonard W Kenyon, New England author on Facebook.
0: Okay. Yeah, definitely uh, uh friend him up and uh, check out his Tumblr cuz he posts some uh, fun and disturbing things. I do believe you just posted some uh, Claire art on, I did. on there just now. I did. It's a comedy of, of com. Yep. That's right. Okay, now you don't now you can't post any six feet under spoilers okay will not and thank right, you right. guys for having me again <laughs> <laughs> um and des yeah do you like how, how i was just gonna say it's funny uh len len thanks you guys for having him on and Des just laughs and Moira stays silent. So I don't think we're having you back. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> you are not have any back. Uh...
2: Hey, Lynn, thanks for being on. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's too late.
2: So, oh, I'm, I'm so... just, you know
3: why I was silent? Because I was typing in a comedy of horrors and looking at his Tumblr. That's actually why. And I'm now peeking at it. And look, there's all the Claire's art.
2: I was laughing because you told him he couldn't post six feet under spoilers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Des, remind us yes. where we can find you on the web yet again. What's on with Steffandez? What's on with Steffandez.blogspot.com? All right, only one
0: plug.
2: What's on with
1: Steffandez.blogspot.com? <laughs> Woo!
0: All right, <laughs> and you can find Moira sitting in a rocking chair on Nate and Brenda's porch with a shotgun in her hand. And you can also <laughs> find her on Twitter, at Moira Brown with an E at the end. <laughs> so in the middle. Some the people are going to be spelling yes. out Moira Brown with an E at the end.
3: yes spell out all the words all the words (laughs) it is very long (laughs) oh uh
0: you know i forgot to mention this last time um definitely check out the dexter cast the new intro cast i was just a guest on their second episode and you know we just got to throw them some love especially since it is another intro cast with michael c (laughs) C. hall (laughs) on it so (laughs) yes so uh it's almost like it's a, it's, a, it's a sister show of ours now because it's a Michael C. Hall connection. So check them out. It, it was fun talking with uh, with them all, um, and especially hearing Rachel Hughes in, in person. I couldn't believe it—her her actual voice. So cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, that's it for Fisher Cast this week. Next week, your homework is the season finale of season four, Untitled.
1: And that's with uh,
0: our guest Kim As for Bomb Shelter We therefore commit this episode To the ground Ashes to
1: ashes Dust to dust dust, dust, dust. dust. Mm Bye Bye (laughs) Untitled